Hello, boxing fans, and welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media and Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. On this episode, I speak with undefeated Philadelphia-based welterweight Paul Kroll. Kroll takes on Luke Santa Maria this Saturday night live on FS1. First, a couple news items from today. David Navarro, uh, he was a 2020 Olympic alternate, Olympic hopeful, signed with split team management, Tim Van Newhouse. Navarro is the latest in a long line of terrific amateur stars to sign with the Probably the best management company in boxing, uh, Split Team Management, who um, seems like almost every week signing a new uh, star. They uh, have a big fight coming up with Tiafimo Lopez on October 17th, uh, taking on Vasil Lomachenko. David Navarro looks to follow in the footsteps of, of Lopez and some of the other great amateur fighters that have been signed by Split Team Management. Daniel Jacobs and Gabriel Rosado uh, will fight, it looks like, on November 27th. That fight should be on DAZN. Uh, Rosado and Jacobs got into some verbal stuff before Jacobs' last fight and Rosado's last fight uh, back in December in Phoenix. So now they will get it on. Um, no word on where the fight uh, will be, but look for it to be on DAZN on November 27th. Also, Devin Haney and uh, will defend his WBC lightweight title against Yuri Arcus Gamboa. You should hear an announcement really soon. That fight will take place on November 7th. And uh, from things that I've been reading, it could take place at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel in in uh, Florida, in Hollywood, Florida. A great fight venue. Uh, back in uh, the early 2000s, 2005, 2006, they had a lot of great shows there that I was fortunate enough to attend. To. It's a great property and a great place to watch a fight. Uh, Bob Arum had told uh, some reporters that the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder 3 no longer will be on December 19th, as been rumored about, but he did say the fight will most likely stay at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. Uh, they just don't christen the new stadium uh, over the weekend, uh, actually uh, two weeks ago, and um, the fight could actually wind up being earlier in December, so look for an announcement probably soon for Fury Wilder 3 in Las Vegas. Also, the Gervonta Davis-Leo Santa Cruz fight, which was originally scheduled for October 21st, will now be uh, pushed back a week later to October 31st. They're going to move the fight to San Antonio, Texas at the Alamo Dome, and uh looks like they'll be able to sell some tickets to that fight, so it would be... Uh, one of the first uh, big pay-per-view fights. We'll have some fans in attendance. Uh, also, uh, we've mentioned the Lopez-Lomachenko fight. I read somewhere that uh, Bob Arum looks to uh, maybe give 250 tickets away to some first responders and and uh, you know some area dignitaries to watch that great fight on October 17th. So now is my interview with Paul Kroll. Kroll is a very interesting story. A very talented fighter out of Philadelphia, and he makes his national television debut this Saturday night when he takes on Luke Santa Maria live on FS1. We're live Wednesday night here. Mark Abrams in Philadelphia. And, uh, 
It's amazing. I got, I got to go all the way out to Los Angeles to talk to another Philadelphia guy, undefeated welterweight Paul Kroll, who uh, will be in action this Saturday night, taking on Luke Santa Maria live on FS1. Uh, what's happening, Paul? Man, chilling, taking it easy in a bubble. You just got out there when last night? No, I got out here this this afternoon. This afternoon, so uh, you're you're you're. Uh, I guess like you said you're in the bubble. What's that been like the first couple hours you you've been out there? Uh, it's just relaxing, really. I got a big enough room, so I got a little spot I could work out in with some hardwood floor. So it's easy. It's cool to me. I'm cool with it. So, and over the next couple the next couple of days, obviously, uh, you know, I don't know if you have to lose those last couple dreaded pounds. Uh, it, it shouldn't be a problem with you. No, not at all. Gotcha. Okay, so you're for the. We got a big fight this Saturday night. You're gonna be. I would imagine this is a, your national television debut, taking on Luke Santa Maria live on FS1, and uh, uh, to talk about this fight. Uh, this fight, yeah, this is my first uh, national TV fight. So you know, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good experience for me. And from here on out, you know, I get to get that TV time so the world get to see me. You've uh, the fight. Okay. I'm a beat Luke San Maria. Well, your your first seven fights, you've done just that. You've uh, seven and oh six knockouts. You've uh, really been impressive in, in your fights. Do you feel Santa Maria is a is a little bit of a step up for you? Yeah, he, he, he's a, he's a little step up fighter. He fought, I mean, you know, but I, it's gonna be the same same results. What did you the better the competition? The better I'm gonna be. What did you did? Have you watched his fight with Fox? I know you and Fox are de- very different fighters. As Fox, a very tall southpaw. Did, did you feel that he beat Fox? No, I ain't think he won. I ain't think he won. Uh, but so, the difference, the big difference between me and Fox too is, like, I ain't gonna be too big on my punching power, but it's a big difference. So he's not gonna be able to walk through my counter shots like he did Fox. I know that for sure. So. I, and then, like, I could box better than Fox, too. So, only thing he got good is that he a hustler, uh, uh, San Maria, and he don't he, and he won't even outwork me. Is this the fight? I know, obviously, us in Philly know all about your prowess and, you know, your abilities and all. Is this, is this the fight where the world will get to see you and on Sunday morning people are going to say, damn, that, that kid Paul Kroll, he, he can really fight it. Is this that fight that's going to do that for you? Yep, I believe so this is because... You know, he, he going to come, he going to try to stay on me. So he going to make me go on my tool, tool, tool belt and pull out all my tools with some of my tools that I got to do to, I mean, tame them. You going to see my jab a lot this fight, though. I know that because my jab going to be keying and slowing him down, controlling him. So so, you, so even though, you know, you got the six knockouts and seven wins, you're going to look to show your, your, your boxing skills a lot more on Saturday? Yeah, I'm going to let the knockout come because – Every time I got a knockout, I just let it come. One time I went for it, I went the distance. You were a, a major amateur, uh, I believe, an Olympic alternate, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, no, I was I wasn't an alternate. I was the you, Olympian. I you, won the Olympic trials. You won the Olympic I just didn't qualify international for the real games. Now, what do you think of that? Because there's several fighters I've come across for that. They win the Olympic trials and then they go to another tournament. Yet you can't represent your country. How disappointing was that? Disappointing to you? Yeah, at first it was, but I'm past it now. Like that's a chapter before where I'm at now. Like I, I ain't, I can't crowd a spill milk. It is what it is. Being from Philadelphia, obviously the the known the Philadelphia gym wars and a lot of the uh, great fighters that, that you're in the gym with and have probably sparred with. Uh, 
How, how has that helped prepare you now? I guess for I guess the next phase of your career, in the sense that you this kid, you know, I know you, you're saying you're going there, knock him out. He's eleven, one and one. Kind of at least on paper looks like a step up. That I yeah. guess I guess this is the next phase of your career. How is you know uh, the, not only your first seven fights. But, you know, everything that you've been learning in the gym and uh, being around all, all the great talent in Philadelphia, how's that helped you? Oh, that helped me a lot. Like, all the, all the you know, world champions, former world champions I sparred, that let me know where I'm at. So, and I know, I done seen the level above him already. Like, so, and I can hang with it. I can hang tooth and nail with him. So, all I got to do is be right Saturday night and be me and, it's no pressure. Everybody say pressure bust pipes, but pressure make diamonds too. And I'm a diamond. <laughs> diamond in the rough uh, there mm -hmm. on, on Saturday night. Uh, are you at that spot now where obviously you had a great amateur career, yet you've only had seven fights? You see some fighters, I don't want to use the term rush, but, you know, they, they start fighting better competition earlier than others. Is it? Is it are you at that point where – it's almost like a struggle for you, and you have a great manager. I believe you're with you're Keith, right? Keith Conley. Yes. Um, is it a struggle to like you know? I know you probably think in your mind that you're ready for this fighter or that fighter, but yet you only have seven pro fights. Is it? How do you find that fine line to to, to you know to see what you know to get the right fights at this point? I like I like really me personally. I fight whoever, but that's what my team for my manager and my coaches. That's what they agree on. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I am fighting better opposition than most, you know, most of the prospects at that that's coming up at when they were 7-0. But it's timing. Everything, you know, is about the right time. And I'm 25. I'm not 22, you know, like the like the other prospects. They're younger than me. I'm, 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 I'm growing into my man body. Like, I got my man strength, so it's about the timing. In, in a perfect world, how many fights or when – well, we see you maybe in those kind of like real step-up fights, maybe fighting against Sacks World Champion or, or a real grizzled veteran. How many fights away you think you are from that? I'd say like five, five, six fights. And, and that, that I mean, like I know anywhere between 13 and 15 and no. You know what I mean? And I guess, it, you know, you probably want to keep a good pace, maybe three, four, five fights a year. So that could be, you know, if I'm talking to you a year from now, yeah. you, you might be getting ready for those type of fights. Is that the way you look at it? Yeah, like in a year, a year, year and a half, a year, a year, year and a half, based on this COVID thing, how everything is, because it slowed a lot up. Correct. I would have already fought probably, I fought twice, so I would have fought, this be my second, I probably would have fought three, uh, three more times, you know, in between all that. How were you able to? You, met, you, brought, just... you brought up the COVID thing. How were you able to maintain and do what you needed to do while you know those first few months where things weren't open, things were shut down, gyms weren't easy to get into. What were you able to do during those few months? My gym was open. You know, I I had the key to my. I actually <laughs> actually like I actually me and my me and my coaches we actually took over the. Uh, I actually took over the lease at the gym I was at, so it's actually my gym now. So that made it even easier. But the gym was open. But now that the gym mine, I could train. We could train whenever, whenever I want, twenty four seven if we want to. I got all access. So did you find less less fighters were coming in though, maybe to get decent sparring or no? Yeah, because of the COVID. But it ain't about you know always working hard. It's about just working on my craft. Mm -hmm. I mean. 
you gotta just roll with the punches. I had to adapt to everything. That's all it is what it is. But I stayed in the gym. I'm sharp. My reflex is good. So I, to me, it wasn't a layoff. I just was in the gym. There's a couple like, uh, you know, your early boxing thing. Who who, uh, who were your early boxing influences as you were growing up? Uh, people that played the big role was like, uh, let me see. J-Rock, he, he helped me out a lot because he was the first person to like really like uh, at that stage to bring me on as a, like a sparring partner and, and allow me to see the next level. Uh, then uh, who else? Sean Porter, I went out to his camp. I got to, you know, spar with him. I got to spar with Danny, you know, uh, a bunch of people. Uh, in the amateurs, I, I worked with all the hot, all the hot amateurs as myself, like me, Boots. I used to, me and Tyke even used to spar when he was a little littler. Like, so we always, you know, I always sparred the pros when I was an amateur and everything. Uh, Hassan Young, I, I got to work with him when he was doing his thing. Like, so... And Philly, you know, we, we go around the spar everybody. I, I so know, we all, they, they all help me out. I know you're a little bit away from this. You mentioned Boots. You know, obviously he's about, about, about 25, 26 fights. You're at seven fights. Same division, you know, maybe sometime in the future is Kroll Ennis. Maybe yeah, a- I'm, all, hey, I'm all for it. It's, it's nothing personal. It's business. I mm-hmm. understand the business. And I don't really think I'm that far away because if you look at it, you know what I mean? I'm fighting a 10 rounder in my seventh fight. Mm-hmm. His first 16, then he stepped up to 10 rounders and stuff. So, you know, like, I don't I don't really think I'm that far away for that fight. And, I, and to me, I really don't care. Like, it's, like I'm in here to, to fight, be one of the best. So you got to fight the best to be the best. Like, ain't no friend. Like, when we in the ring, ain't no friends in boxing. I don't care about none of that. Uh, like, if his name come across my table and it's for the right amount of money, Ain't no point of us, really what I see, because we from the same city, I know what they trying to do. They want somebody to knock each other out. It's no point if it ain't worth it for either one of us. Well, like, gonna, what's the say, point of say, fighting each other if the money well, ain't worth it? Well, we could beat everybody else up and well, then fight each other for some real money. Well, I was going to say, you never know, down the road, a place like the Wachovia Center. I mean, that, that, a place like that would, would, would bring some money. That's what I'm saying. That'd be awesome. We'd sell it out, too. Absolutely, but first you, you know, first things first. This Saturday night, Lucas Santa Maria. Couple, uh, couple last questions. Um, if uh, what do you want to say to the fans out there who, you know, might most of them might be their first time seeing you fight on national television. What, what, what can they expect when they see Paul the Punisher crawl on Saturday night? Uh, is in my boxing name, the Punisher. I'm gonna punish him, but keep your eyes off for me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the one. And and like, after. And after this impressive performance on Saturday night, they want to find you on social media. Where, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, you can find me under Paul Crow Boxing underscore. Twitter, you can find me under Crow Boxing. And Facebook, just Paul Crow. There you have it. An exciting young prospect. I've had the pleasure of seeing probably f- at least four or five of your fights. Uh, and most, I haven't seen very much of you because mm-hmm. you, you got most of those guys out in the first round. So I haven't seen, seen as much as, as, as you know, I need, need to see. But... Obviously, uh, you're not getting paid by the hour in this business, so you got those guys out there quick, and you're going to you know, maybe do the same Saturday, or maybe, uh, like you said, you want to punish uh, Luke Santa Maria on Saturday night. and you're... This, this, With this fight, basically, if he start like he, he's a, he like to start fast, and I hope he start fast, because if he start fast, I'm going to slow him down and drown him. But if he starts slower, I'm going to have to, you know, pace myself and 
because he might be using his legs a little more. Because I know he watched tape and everything, but when people watch tape with me, they get the wrong impression. They think I'm a, a street banger. Then you get in there with me, I'm smarter, I'm faster, and I can box way better. So, Well, obviously with the amateur background, you definitely have the boxing skills for that. So uh, we'll let you go. I know you got some things to do. Uh, we wish you best of luck. We'll all be watching Saturday night, and uh, we'll talk to you along the way. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you.